Good evening. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Lester Glove with Titi Me. Thank you for always listening. And as you listen, you will be rooted and grounded in the love of God. Love will find expression in and through you. You will practice these principles of love and you will enjoy healthy relationships in Jesus' name. Amen. So we started to talk about the nature of love. And we said that first nature, we said um, love is thoughtful. Secondly, we said love is patient. And now we are saying that love is kind. And then we are looking at acts of kindness. Last week, we looked at quality time as an act of kindness. Um, some 29 years ago, um, Gary Chapman propounded a theory of the five love languages, affirming words, quality time, acts of service, physical touch, receiving gifts. These were the love languages that he identified. And today we are looking at affirming words as a nature of love. Regardless of your primary love language, you have heard of love language theory before. Regardless of your primary love language, we all we all have needs to hear kind words. We all have needs to hear words that builds us, words that encourage us, words that affirm us, words that help us to be better, words that bring relief, words that bring hope. And today that's what we're gonna be looking at, but in more church term is known as kind words. Kind words. So today we are looking at acts of kindness which is kind and affirming words. Um, affirming means that something that shows that you believe in something or you are dedicated to something or someone or an idea. Why kind means having a uh, showing kindness, desire to help, wanting and liking to do something good and to bring happiness to others, helpful to give pleasure or relief. You know now i like to start from the beginning so in the beginning we know that god said let us make man in our own image and in our likeness and let them have dominion right and he said and god made man in his own image and in his likeness and god blessed them so the act the words that god pronounced upon mankind is a kind word God made a proclamation, a pronunciation of words. God didn't curse man. God blessed man. And so the words that God spoke at the beginning to man were affirming words. They were kind words. They were words that set mankind up to fulfill its destiny, which is to dominate, to spread, to increase. Right. So in the beginning, God spoke kind words. God didn't start by cursing. In fact, when God made man, the next thing he did was to make, make pronunciation, to make proclamation, to speak affirming kind words, helpful words. Okay, and also we see Adam. You know, when God brought Eve to Adam, <laughs> you know what that guy said, right? He said, this is the bone of my bone, the flesh of my flesh, and this and she shall be called woman. There is no word, there is no sweeter word than that. 
Eve spoke pleasurable words, sweet words, and that proclamation calling a woman, you know, that proclamation that he made of Eve as a woman, um, shows it's like he was prophesying the your mandate of a woman, a woman, a person, a kind of man that have the capacity that has a womb, a capacity to to nurture, to conceive, and to reproduce. So in the beginning, we see kind words, and also in our we also see that in Jesus, God and Jesus' um, relationship. There are lots of examples of um, speaking kind words in the Bible. You know. When God spoke over Jesus, this is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. In another time, he said it again. This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. You know, you know the, the, the pride, the energy that comes from a son hearing his father saying, that's my boy, I'm so proud of you. That's that kind word. So we are made in the nature of God. And if God always uses kind words with us, which he still does in the person of the Holy Spirit, except you don't have fellowship with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit speaks affirming words. He tells you you are beautiful. There was a time in my life I just got into the university and I was very skinny. I'm still skinny. And, you know, it was really getting at me. It was affecting my self-esteem. And then one time in my in my personal prayer time, in my you know personal time with the Holy Spirit, He opened up um, songs of Solomon, and He began to read those words that Solomon was was reading to his lover, how the girl has you know long neck, how she's black and all, and of course I have long necks and I am black, and I felt so sweet talked, I felt so relieved, I felt so loved. So God speaks kind words he does then he did then he's still doing now and because we are made in his image and his likeness we have a responsibility to live like him to speak kind words we have a responsibility to speak words that one builds words that encourage three words that praise four words that strengthen Five words that help, six words that bring pleasure, seven words that brings relief, eight words that speaks good of others, not evil, nine words that bring hope. We have this responsibility to do all of this. Our words are powerful. They can either build or destroy. Our words are powerful, not just because they can build or destroy, but also because they have eternal <clears throat> they have eternal consequences. They last. Our words are powerful also because they cannot be taken back. Once you have spoken, once you have released that word, once you have said it, some 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 people will say words are like egg. Once it breaks, you cannot pack it together. Um, one of the illustrations that I saw online when I was reading, was, um, one of the activities was that you should get a, a, a toothpaste and empty the contents in the tube. And then after you have emptied the contents in the tube, maybe you can try it. Empty the contents in the tube of the toothpaste. Um, make sure you empty it. And when you're done emptying the tube, try to pack 
the paste back into the tube. Just try, give it a try. Try it again and again, and you will see that it is impossible to pack those, that paste back into the tube after you have released everything in the tube. Our words are like that. Once they are released, they cannot be taken back. I like the way James put it. He said the tongue is like a very, very small part of the body, but it has the power to 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 change the course of everything. He said anybody that has a power over his tongue, over his mouth, over his words, he said that person is a perfect person. He said it should be in verse eight, thereabouts in James three, he says that we ought not to use our mouth to bless and to curse at the same time. Um, Ephesians 3.29 now said that no corrupt communication should come out from our mouth, but only that which will edify and bring grace to those who hear it. You know, the high point for me with words that we speak is that Jesus said that we are going to give account of every word that we speak. I always imagine that Jesus will sit and I will stand at the judgment throne and then you ask me, oh, you told that boy in your class that he was stupid. Tell me about that. And that, that is the high point for me. That is the highlight for me. The fact that I am going to give account from every, for every idle word that comes out of my mouth. So God is very, very, very intentional. God is intentional about the words that we speak. And as, a, as love beings, we have a responsibility, like I said earlier, to speak only helpful words. So our words are powerful. They can make, they can break, they can build, they can destroy, they last forever. A lot of adults are still struggling badly, trying to come out of the negative words that has been spoken into their life by significant people in their lives, maybe by their parents, by their teachers. Hush. And these things keep repeating themselves. We keep doing it. We keep speaking words that do not glorify God, that do not build anybody, that do not help the person that hear it. And this is another call for us tonight to take ownership for the words that we, we speak, to let the love of God in our hearts speak through our mouths and speak only helpful words. So whether written or spoken, we have a responsibility to speak helpful words. Words, words that build, words that encourage, words that praise, words that strengthen, words that help, words that bring pleasure, that brings relief, that brings hope, that speaks good. We have a responsibility. And I, need, I, I quickly want to say this. That kind word is different from flattery. Kind word is sincere. Sincerely from your heart, you are expressing either praise, especially when you're expressing praise to somebody, is from your heart. I do I, I, I do that with my, my senior colleagues or my colleagues at work generally. I let them know how they have helped me and I say thank you. Sometimes I am tempted to 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 describe them more than what they are, what they have been to me. But I 
Holy Spirit has been helping me to resist the urge. Every time I want to say more, type more, say, no, be sincere. So kind words is not the same thing as flattery. Once you are not sincere, whatever you are writing or you are saying, then you are flattering. And in the end, the person will find out that you are flattering him or her. And if you are flattering to suck up to um, let people like you so that you can get something, you know, nothing always done well. So let our kind words be sincere. And also, we should resist the urge to use words as weapon. You know, sometimes, you know, people just do things that hurt us and we want to, we want to revenge. We want to, we want to give them a piece of our heart. We want to hurt them back as much as they have hurt us or some, some, someone does something that is really painful. Not Maybe the person didn't even intend it to pain you. You know, for instance, I, there's this child I take um, home lesson and um, when I, when I, um, was it Friday now? I went over to the place and the mother was giving me his report of how he's doing in school. I felt so hurt. I felt so broken. The fact that this child didn't even communicate that they were having an assessment either to myself or to the mother so that we can prepare him, that breaks. I, I felt heartbroken. I was provoked. And I spoke some words that were not kind. Now, this is me being sincere. And sometimes, truly, we blow it. We, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to myself that we should resist the urge to use words as a weapon, as revenge, as defense, as whatever weapon, whether weapon of offense or defense or revenge, whatever it is, let us resist the urge to use words as weapon. Okay, and so when we blow it, like I did on Friday, let's apologize and um, apologize for the unkind words that we've spoken and we make it up we make sure that we don't say it again we, are, we will blow it um we will we would repeat it over and over again we will blow it over and over again but we should always make um a decision we should take a decision that i don't want to speak unkind words and when you do be truly sorry that you did apologize make it up to that person um, something is happening currently on social media. You know, two gospel artists in Nigeria. So one, I, I don't really know about the saga, but I've been seeing it everywhere that one criticized the other um, just so that I don't know what her intention were, but, you know, it feels like she just wanted to pull her down. It seemed that way, that she wanted to pull the other person down because she, the other person is not coming to limelight, coming to, because um, coming to limelight that she is, she's like an older gospel artist, and the the other one is like upcoming, and the other one is really coming up to limelight, and she made some comments maybe on her social media pages that were demeaning to this upcoming artist, and people are really spreading it and spreading it, and the fame of this upcoming artist. Is now getting abroad and people are even liking our more and the words that this older gospel artist has spoken she cannot take it back even if she deleted the chat the, the post or whatever social media platform she creates people have already seen it so let us resist the urge to speak 
on kind words. And so, as I was saying, when we blow it off, we should speak. When we speak on kind words, we should apologize and neglect. And another thing is that for some of us that did not come from a family that uses a lot of affirming words, a lot of kind words, it would be um, difficult. Um, it may take some more um, rigorous, intentional effort for us to learn speaking kind words. It may seem as though you take two steps forward, 20 steps backward. <laughs> because that applied to me as well. But then don't give up. Don't give up learning when you blow it, when you fall face down, pick yourself up, apologize, and work at it again. You know, for some of us, it will take a lot of learning and practice to be able to use kind words. Most importantly, let us remember that speaking kind words to us is a commandment because the love of God is in our heart. And God is love in the beginning, He spoke kind words. Because we are like him. In the beginning, he spoke kind words. In the middle, he spoke kind words. He's still speaking kind words. And because we are like him, we have a responsibility to keep on speaking kind words. Okay? So when we blow it, when we make a mistake, we learn and learn and learn again. And you might be saying, Titi Layomi, there are some people, there is nothing good about them. To say, to comment, to encourage, to praise, to strengthen, to help, to bring relief, to bring hope, to speak good, nothing good about these people. Still, resist the urge to speak unkind words. If there is nothing good to say, then prophesy. <laughs> say what you want to say. So if that child is very stubborn, you think the child is very stubborn, Speak, speak, prophesy. I said, no, you are gentle. You are obedient. If the child is, you know, slow, you think the child is slow. The child, you think the child is sluggish. Don't say the child is slow. Don't say the child is sluggish. Don't say it too many times. Prophesy. Say you are fast. Say you, <laughs> say you are smart. If you act foolishly, say what you want to say. There is this um adage in Yoruba language. They say it's like Omo. It means that today you say this child is evil, tomorrow you say this child is terrible. When exactly would this child turn good? So even if you think that this person, there is nothing good to say about this person, to encourage, to strengthen, to help, then prophesy. Say the good thing that you want to see. Wow. Let me leave you by saying this. Let your words be helpful and not hurtful. Love with your words. Let the words that you speak bring grace to the hearers. That is help. That is encourage. That is grace. That is strengthen. Let it bring pleasure, let it bring relief, let it bring hope. Let it speak good at all times and all evil. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. It's um, quite long, not too long though. Thank you for always listening. Thank you. 
if you don't listen i don't even know what i would do <laughs> thank you so much for always listening thank you bye